Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Nellis, and this is episode 82, A Stoner Salad. We're keeping this one short this week. I've been crazy busy, and I've got so much coming, but I promise you it's all been to further the podcast, and you might get a shorter episode this week, but I'm going to have so much more for you in the future. So I'm going to start with a couple stoner moments, and then I'll give you a little information about some of the things that are going to be coming up in the near and not so near future. So let's get started. First things first with the stoner moments. Last week, I talked about flying with weed, and I told a story where I had um, taken some hash from England back into the States, and that was my first time flying with any weed that was still in a weed weedy kind of form where like you could smell it and it would smell like weed but a few years before that I'd forgotten that I did actually fly with edibles and while getting through the airport was no problem for me whatsoever I did freak out when I was in line at the harbor to get onto the boat for my cruise that was a uh a travel thing that I was not prepared to do at the time. And and I think that I would still have some issues with that. I've got some people that I can ask for advice on that. So maybe that'll be another episode, not just flying, but actually cruising with your cannabis. Ooh, it was jam cruise. It was like, I think it was 2005, 2006. I can't even remember. It was fantastic. But I had had these cookies that my roommate at the time had made. And while they were weedy tasting, they didn't smell weedy if you kept them in the bag. Uh, But we weren't about to let no dogs come smelling for our cookies. So I just shared them with some friends and made some new friends with some strangers who you're like, I mean, there's no better way to meet people than to say in a line, hey, would you like a weed cookie? Like you make friends pretty fast that way. So let's see, one other thing. Last week, I also talked about this Bay Dream concentrate that I had gotten that did not taste good at all. And I talked about mixing it with another limonene-heavy concentrate known as Slimer and how that kind of helped balance it somewhat, but not completely. So I had gotten a hold of this Holy Headband Shatter. Now, I've talked about the Holy Headband on the podcast before. It's a fantastic sativa, very ego driving and and a little too racy for some people, but with a fantastic earthy, piney, spicy taste to it. And this Holy Headband Shatter delivers all of those notes. So I was thinking, I mean, if I were doing some cooking in the kitchen anyway, and I had something really herbally, I would want to pair it with something spicy in order to help those notes really complement each other. And when I did that with the strains, with the the Bay Dream Crumble and the Holy Headband Shatter, they worked together so well. It really just, as long as the ratios were right, it really made the Bay Dream completely palatable and gave it a taste that was much truer to Bay 11 specifically. Now, I still want to have that Bay Dream experience. I'm kind of chasing this idea that I have not actually come across yet, 
but I love Blue Dream and I love Bay 11 and I want to have that nice, focused, relaxed experience. Sure, a few weeks ago, I had some blue headband that delivered that perfectly to me, but I want it out of Bay Dream. Now, that's probably not going to happen, but my little... My little stoner sciencey mind started thinking, I know that Creme de Canna Extracts, who makes the holy headband, also makes this double dream crumble, which is very hazy inducing for me. It's got that um, that almost like champagne-y, dry, alcohol-y kind of taste to it where it clouds your mind. And I'm wondering... If I get some more of that Bay Dream crumble, which I don't really want to do because who wants to spend their good money on on concentrates they know that taste like shit? Well, I'll tell you what. It's going to be science. I'm going to be doing it for science because I'm, I really want to know if I can get, if I can dial this in and create Bay Dream out of this, this extraction gone wrong and, and get the the experience I thought I was going to get out of the get-go. I also want to see how it tastes. And one of the things that's really driving this desire to, to make science work for me, science, I believe in you, that you will get me stoned, is the fact that I saw Dabbing Granny on Instagram earlier where she was taking a hit of THCO. Oh, Oh, yeah, you heard it. T-H-C-O, which is a T-H-C acetate ester, apparently. Now, I don't know too much about this, but I believe that they are extracting THC from a certain point in its synthesis, which when mixed with water can help produce this more alcohol-like effect, which I think is one of the primary things that makes the hazes unique. But I mean, that's all guessing. That's all guessing. But I really want to have a practical experiment with this Bay Dream, Double Dream, Holy Headband Shatter. God, I love science. Now, I would love to be able to experiment more with this THCO, but I have not seen anything like that in this market whatsoever. Um, I hadn't even really heard of it being on the market until I saw that video by Dabbing Granny. God, she's got the best toys and the best meds. I'm so jealous and so happy for her at the same time. Now, I'm still working on trying to get to Colorado so that I can tell things like this to Dabbing Granny in person and maybe get a chance to play with some of her toys. I don't know. Maybe if things go well, I could show her my THCO face. Oh, oh, oh. I cannot believe I just made that joke. I totally can. Moving on. Some big developments have happened. I take part in this voiceover workout group, and um, I was asked to become an initiator for it, which meant that I would be responsible for the workouts, including the recording that happened with each workout, which meant that I had to actually finally get myself a Skype recorder. That's right, you guys. Guess who got themselves a Skype recorder? Yeah, Bo did. Mostly because the guy who runs the workout literally walked me through it step by step to set it up. Not even because I needed it so much. It's just because it was easier for him to do that than to just leave it to chance. But that was exactly what I wanted to happen. And it really was that easy. It was stupid easy. I, I'm a little embarrassed that it, it 
took me that long, but you can't do everything. The good news is I've got it now. I've even tested it out. And I am really, really excited to know that I can finally have interviews with um, with Zach and the Loud 100 and people who have offered their there are perspectives in this market to me, but who aren't local to me. So, and, and so it's just been harder for me to make these things happen. No more, you guys. We will find times in the schedule and we are going to make this happen. I am really excited. Bef- since I don't have anything like that scheduled so far, I've got some locals lined up for you. Tomorrow, I am going to be meeting up with Yami again. Hopefully, we are going to get that Spanish episode completed, and then I would love to have some more Yami in the podcast, see how Costa Rica went for her, see how things are doing, see if she can offer any more advice for the Latino community or for those who would like to support the Latino community in the cannabis industry. And I got to tell you that this could not come soon enough because I was at a local restaurant the other day and I found this pamphlet filled with misinformation in Spanish. I mean, I was just so angry. I took all of them, of course, to recycle them. There was no way I was going to leave those there. But saying stupid things like, oh, well, maybe, sure, uh, marijuana might have some medicinal qualities. That That's not only legal, it could be true, but it's not the same medicine as your doctor would give you. As if it was, that makes it inferior. Quite the opposite, my friends, quite the opposite. So I, I mean... I am so invigorated in order to get this information out there right now. Yes. And I do have one other big project in the works right now that I can't discuss. I can't give you any details except to say that I am very excited about it. And I hope that you get excited about it too. If you want more bow in your your life, you're going to be getting more bow. And that's all I can say for right now. But hopefully more details will be coming soon. We just got to get the paperwork settled. You know how that goes. All right, I'm going to bring it to a close. And uh, I just wanted to mention one other thing. At the end of last week's episode, I redid my little stoner song. And in the first two times that I tried to record the podcast last week, I was having crazy issues with anxiety. Don't worry, I'm back on plenty of CBD It's been really, really helpful for me, really evening out those emotions. Thank God, because I almost cried yesterday. And then I was like, I I recognized that I was going to cry and or that I wanted to cry. And then I was like, "Mm, lady times. Thank you, CBD, for helping me keep it together. Anyway, was I saying? Oh, right. So. I went to record it and I mentioned, I was like, oh, and yeah, I mean, I have this song and, but I sang it wrong. And, but what that's pretty normal for me because I sing it wrong all of the time. So it, it was kind of apropos that I would have to do it again because I usually do, but you didn't know all that. And then I just sang it at the end because that, that was it. In my defense, when I sang it wrong for the 420 episode, It was because uh, I had like three people coming over to smoke bowls with me that day 
right at the same time I was trying to sing that song. So like three different times I was trying to sing a song. And then I don't have time to to proof listen to that shit. It was floor 20. I had bowls to smoke. I had blunts to smoke. I had friends to make. And like I've already said before, I really depend on you guys to read my mind for a lot of this stuff. So yeah. But don't worry, you don't have to read my mind. If you ever have any questions or comments about what the fuck I'm talking about, feel free to hit me with them. I'm still on Facebook and Instagram a little too often for how busy I've been sometimes. And you can always email me, thespliffpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on the phone lines, 209-867-7543. That's 209-86-SPLIFF. I'm on Twitter at Spliff Podcast, and you can find all of the things bow-related at thespliffpodcast.com. That includes all of the podcast. It includes a place to comment if you wanted to do that. And it also includes the Patreon and Amazon affiliate links if you want to help contribute to the podcast. You can do so through cash contributions at Patreon, or if you happen to be an Amazon shopper, all you have to do is follow my Amazon link when you use Amazon and it automatically catalogs everything you purchase that time. And a small portion of that purchase will become a contribution to the operating cost of the Spliff podcast at absolutely no cost to you. It's also totally anonymous, so nobody's going to find out. Um, you don't have to worry about what your grandma's going to say at Saturday dinner. Other ways that you can anonymously help contribute to the Spliff podcast is by leaving a rating wherever you listen. Most people are listening in iTunes and it does a huge amount to leave a rating in iTunes and it does even more to leave a review in iTunes. By the way, I saw, I saw that I got another review in iTunes, another five-star review and thank you so much. I tried to remember what your handle was, but either there's some kind of like text speak in there I, I can't read, um, or you just said, fuck you, iTunes, and did some googly glop, and or you just did the wrong thing and you entered your password. I'm not sure. But I loved your review, darling. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, I'm going to wrap it up, but I'm not going to let you go without a bong load first. It is getting towards nighttime for me. I'm going to have to edit this in the morning. So I'm going to have myself a nighttime bowl. I've packed some Shark Shock. It's a very indica dominant version of Shark Shock. I think I've had some more stony sativa uh, versions of it earlier last year or something like that. This one knocks me on my ass. Within 10 minutes, I'm going to be yawning and barely able to, to hold any kind of thoughts together whatsoever. This strain uh, leans towards that kind of haziness again, where it's, it's very dry on the mouth and in the nose. It's got hints of berry behind it and a little bit of cheese, but just a little bit. And while it, it, definitely produces a very stony, sleepy, indica-like effect. It doesn't hit like an indica. It still has a little bit of, of sharpness in the inhale and, uh, and a little bit of cough. 
I wonder if it's all of those THC alcohols. Cheers. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Thanks so much for spliffing it. Cheech, Chong, and I, we're going to be... We're going to be turning in for the night. Thanks for checking out this short episode. Token next week. We'll have some more information for you. Thanks for spliffing it and ciao for now. Token next week. Isn't that hilarious? My girl, the questioness gave me that one. God damn, I almost died. Too punny, girl. Too punny. Too punny.